Hey friends, well, after a long and for many of you cold winter, are you ready to bring the spirit of the islands into your home? Look no further than Home Threads, where comfort meets coastal living. At HomeThreads.com, you can discover a collection inspired by the tranquility of the beach. From breezy linens to stylish coastal decor, they've got everything you need to turn your home into a seaside retreat, and always at the best value. If you haven't been to the Home Threads website yet, you have to go check it out, see their beautiful bedding, everything they have for your kitchen, lighting, workspace, and a gift guide, which has something for everyone on your list. I'm thinking ahead to Mother's Day, Father's Day, anniversaries, birthdays, and more. So visit homethreads.com forward slash Monica and get a code for 15% off your first order. Because whether you're on the islands or dreaming of the sea, Home Threads brings the beach to you. Home Threads, love where you live. Christian Parenting Aloha friends, welcome to the Boy Mom Podcast, powered by Christian Parenting. I am Monica Swanson, mom to four boys, podcast host and author of Boy Mom, What Your Son Needs Most From You. Here on the podcast, it's my goal to bring you practical advice and biblical wisdom for raising boys in this sometimes crazy world. You can always find show notes over at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I want moms to think about the things that make them smile. And, and not just in a selfish sort of way, but also the things that make your loved ones smile. Because when my family is happy and smiling, that brings me the greatest joy. And then think about the things that make God smile. And if you keep everything within those parameters, it doesn't matter if the glitter explodes all over the kitchen. It doesn't matter if the cookies are burnt. It doesn't matter if you forget a present. It, just keep those things in mind. And, and most of all, that, that part about making God smile and everything else will be all right. Hey friends, welcome back to the Boy Mom Podcast, and I'm so happy to finally get to say Mele Kaliki Maka. That's right, as this comes out, it is December 1st, so no one can argue as we're blasting our Christmas music and getting in the spirit of the season. I am so ready. I mean, I'm not at all ready, but I'm I'm ready to get ready. How's that sound? And I'm sure soon enough the stressful part will kick in, but we have help for that because today we have a special guest who is helping us simplify Christmas. Yes, you just heard a short clip from today's guest, Tama Fortner. Now, whether or not you know her name, there's no doubt you have read some of Tama's writing because though she's got a couple books of her own out, Tama has helped some of the biggest best-selling authors that you have read, pastors, teachers, so many incredible authors. We're going to talk a little bit about that, but she has such a gift. And so it's really fun to get to share her very own book today, Simply Christmas, A Busy Mom's Guide to Reclaiming the Peace of the Holidays. This is a devotional, but it's much more than that. It's also super practical. It helps bring you back down to earth, get perspective, and really keep Christmas simple, but also meaningful. I think you're going to love her writing style and how beautiful this book is. 
you look at the cover and you just want a cup of hot cocoa with big marshmallows in it. So anyway, I cannot wait to share this. We talk today about just practical ways we can all simplify Christmas. We also talk about a whole bunch of other things. I love her thoughts on gifts. It totally is changing the direction I'm going with gifts this year. So really, this is just a mom-to-mom chat. I hope you can snuggle up with a cup of hot cocoa yourself and feel like you're chatting with us. If you're on the go, out driving or walking, just I hope you feel like you are sharing in a mom-to-mom chat about Christmas time. And I hope it helps get you in the spirit in the very best way possible. Okay, guys, I just appreciate you being here. If you haven't left a rating or review yet, it would mean so much to me. You can just pause even right now and scroll down on your phone, find those five stars, tap on them, and you can add a few words about what you love most about the Boy Mom podcast. Also, you can uh, follow this podcast. It used to be called Subscribe. I think now it's Follow. But all the ways, all those little things you do, well, believe it or not, they help other people find the podcast. There's algorithms out there. We all know none of us really understand them. But if you subscribe to the podcast, if you leave a rating or review, this podcast is put in front of more people all over the world. And this Boy Mom community has just grown to be such a special place. So I appreciate you being a part of that. And also, if you can just tell your friends, maybe uh, shoot a screenshot to somebody you care about that might enjoy the Boy Mom podcast. That would mean so much to me. And it's always fun to see you sharing it on social media. So taking a screenshot, putting it in your Instagram story is a great way to let people know what's going on over here. All right. Thank you guys so much. Can't wait to have this fun chat about simplifying Christmas. I'll have a few final words to say at the end, but I hope you enjoy. Well, hey, Tama, welcome to the Boy Mom Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I get excited about a lot of my interviews, but when it has something to do with Christmas time, I get a little extra giddy. Listeners can't see me, but I got the red t-shirt on. I've been listening to Christmas music. I am all in when it comes to anything Christmassy. So this is this is super fun. Um, before we dive in and talk about all these things, can you just tell listeners a little bit about yourself and your family and all that, what you do? Yes. So uh, first and foremost, I am a child of God. I try to run everything in my life through that filter. I misstep and fail a lot on that, but I really try. Um, I've been married to my husband, Jeff, for 23 years now. I have a sophomore son in college, Kaylor, and then my daughter, Lauren, is a senior. So uh, my husband and I are, are newly empty nesters, and wow. that's kind of an adjustment, but um, yeah. we're figuring it out. Yeah. Wow. And are they in college close to you? How far away are your kids? Yeah, so my daughter uh, is just down the road at Lipscomb University here in Nashville, and my son is all the way in Arkansas, which if you don't stop, is just over five hours. <laughs> all right. I'll bet you've done that. <laughs> yes, yes, we are moving through. <laughs> I love it. And that great. So you're in Nashville? Is that yes. your home? Yes. Okay. Just Have you always the been there? Is that where you're from? Mostly. Uh, I was born here. Uh, we lived in West Tennessee for about 10 years when I was a child, but then moved back here to Nashville when I was 12. And have been here ever since. It's well, I have never been to that area. I would love uh, to visit. Yes, you'll have I to think come. I would love it. Yes, yes. definitely. Well, um, okay, and then tell us a little bit more about what you do um, work-wise and how that has looked over the years, because you're kind of a big deal. Like, seriously, <laughs> I, 
everyone listening, when I started making plans to do this interview, all of a sudden, everywhere I looked, your name was on books. And I was like, how have I never seen this before? You're like this quiet behind the scenes voice in like probably a lot of people's favorite books they've ever read. Sure, there's an author, there's a voice, but then there's Tama out there just working her magic. So tell us about your writing history. Uh, well, well, thank you. <laughs> it's so true. But um, I started out as an in-house editor at Tommy Nelson um, a few years ago. <laughs> just a couple. <laughs> just, a, just a couple, yeah. Um, but I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. And so I left Tommy to do that. And started freelancing on the side, editing and then smaller writer pro writing projects and then bigger projects. And so I got into uh, collaborations and ghostwriting, which is is where uh, my name has probably popped up a lot. Um, but it let me be home with my kiddos. They were my primary mission field while also kind of keeping my foot and my brain in the in the book business, which I love. Mm -hmm. um, and with now both my kids in college, I'm, I'm trying to kind of step out from behind the computer and so try a few things on my own. But God has just blessed me every step of the way. And I'm just um, trying to hold on for the ride. Yeah. Yeah. You've been a part of some best-selling books, right? Can yes. You, do you want to just name a few of the people <laughs> you've worked with? So everyone oh. listening will be familiar. Yeah, so I have been so blessed. I have been able to work with Max Lucado, Louis Giglio, Sarah Young, just released one with Jamie Ivey. Um, I mean, just some amazing people got poured into my life. Incredible. And then you've also written a few of your own children's books. Um, tell us about those. And we're, we're going to link to your website and where everyone can find these things. But just make a quick mention of that before we move on. Oh, wonderful. Um, so... I have a Christmas is coming uh, and an Easter is coming because, you know, those go in pairs. Um, God is always good. I, that is the book of my heart. It's it's if anyone ever wants to know what I think about God and how awesome he is, please check out God is always good. It's it's an older one. Um, and then this new one I'm, I'm so excited about, which is actually for moms, um, the Simply Christmas, though. So. Okay, so let's dive in. Tell us about Simply Christmas. I've got it sitting in front of me and. From the time it showed up, I've just kept it out. It is darling little cover on this book, and I just love what you've done with it. So tell us about the book, how it came to be. Uh, well, the cover, I am just in love with the cover, and I can take pretty much zero credit for that. The design team at my publisher, Ink and Willow, is just amazing. Um, but as far as the contents, you know, this is the book that I wish someone had given to me when my kids were little. Um, and I never found anything like it, so I, I decided to write it. Um, as moms, and it, I think the pressure is even greater these days with all the social media and Pinterest, but there's so much pressure to make everyone's holiday perfect. And I think we define that perfection and define that successful holiday in a lot of the wrong ways. And so I wanted to give moms permission to to do it their own way, that it doesn't have to be perfect. You know, if there's, and you're a boy mom, so you'll appreciate when I say this, if there's no blood and there's no barf, <laughs> and we're, we're honoring each other and honoring God, we're good, you know? <laughs> yeah, so good. 
I love that. Well, I know for me, I've said before that my favorite part of Christmas is usually about the week before December because all the excitement is there because the truth is, is once we hit December, I think us moms, the magic goes away and it becomes a burden or a stress. And I have, we've done many Advent devotionals and there's some good stuff out there for women and for families. But what I love about your book is that it is so short and simple and yet really powerful. It's actually something I know I can read every day throughout the month. So tell us how it's kind of divided up and how it how it's laid out. So when I wrote the book, I wanted to make sure it was quick because my goodness, there's so much in December. Yeah, exactly. And instead of adding something for moms to do, I wanted to try to give ideas for how to take things off your plate. So it's going to start with a small devotion um, to center our thoughts on God because, I mean, it all starts and ends and everything in the middle should be about him. You know, then you're going to find a a tip for how to how to reclaim the real reason for this season and and always a prayer, of course, a prayer. Yes. And the reclaiming your Christmas is in between each of the devotionals. Right. So there's just like a short page devotion and then a page that's reclaiming Christmas, which is really practical. I mean, that's what I loved. I was skipping through them, just trying to look ahead. And I was like, these are really practical and really fun and really low pressure. So yes, we don't need any more pressure. No, (laughs) we don't. No, No, we don't. Okay. So from your experience, because now you've got kids that are grown, do you have some tips for those with still a bunch of kids in the house or even just one to simplify? What are some ways that people can simplify practically speaking? So I think um, it starts probably that week before Christmas is to, is to sit down and think about what you really want out of this Christmas season. Mm-hmm. Um, in the, in one of the first devotions, I talk about Mary and how she pondered up these things and treasured them in her heart. And this was after the chaos of traveling to Bethlehem and childbirth in a stable and wise men bursting in, and, but she pondered and treasured. And so as moms, I think we need to think ahead about what do we want to have treasured at the end of the holiday season. And then we can lay out the steps to get us there. And sometimes that means not doing one thing that may be great, but just isn't for your family. Sure. Um, So that pondering, I think, is a big part of it. And the second part is conversations. Let's talk to our husbands. Let's talk to our kids. What makes Christmas special for them? What makes them smile? And, you know, if there's something that you're doing that doesn't make anybody smile, let's just skip it. Right. (laughs) Let's just skip it. Isn't it funny how we think certain things we have to do, but really we, that I, I don't know where we come up with that. Maybe it's something we grew up with or we've just decided has to be a part of the season. Okay, now I want to touch on the just the whole commercial side of Christmas. And we have just recently on the podcast talked about um, entitlement and gratitude, especially during Thanksgiving. I think it's such a great time to focus. And yet often after Thanksgiving, I think we forget the whole focus and move into this commercial side of Christmas. And I know for me, every year I tell my kids, like, we're going to simplify this year. It's not going to be about this stuff. It's going to be about Jesus, but somewhere along the way, especially my youngest, it's all about mom. Here's my list. Here's everything I want. Here's, you know, and so 
just the pressure to do it like the world does it. Do you have you had any experience overcoming that struggle? What do you got for us? Yeah, so it really is a struggle because you know our kids see all this stuff and they want it, and Mm -hmm. and as moms, you know you want to make your kids happy on Christmas morning. Um, So. We haven't totally escaped that. <laughs> um, as long as we're on this earth, that might be hard, but <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but some of the things that we try to incorporate are teaching our kids to give to others. So ever since they were, oh goodness, three, four years old, we participated in a toy drive downtown. Some years we got to go down and actually help sort the toys and give them out. Um, But every year we went shopping. They had a budget and they had, you know, a child in mind. And we had them pick out toys and clothes to give away. You want to make someone else smile. You know, so there was that one big thing. but, But then I think it's also the little things that we do all the time. You know, are we making a meal for someone? Then we talk about that with our kids. Are we dropping some money in the bell ringer's kettle? Then we talk about that. It's, I, I just think we need to have conversations with our kids about why we do things, and we need to let them see us living it out. So talk it out and live it out. <laughs> so I love that. And I do think that that all circles back to what you said about pondering. Because I think that when I have something on my mind, it's going to come out in what I'm communicating to my kids. And it's going to come out in the things that we do. Whereas if I'm just running from one activity, one checklist to the next, and that's not on my mind, I find at the end of the day that I didn't really get anyone focused, not myself or anyone in the family. So I think if we can take that time, and for me doing devotions first thing in the morning is where I set my intentions and invite the Lord to guide my day. And I'm getting better about having a calendar open and saying, okay, where today can I make what I'm learning here practical? And then bringing that out in over breakfast, you know, as we talk to the kids, talking about, okay, and, and I think it's okay to confess it's a struggle to say, I love the presents and the wrapping and all this stuff as much as anybody, but I don't want that to take away from my focus on Christ and the reason for the season. And so I think you're right. Communicating it and living it out is huge. All right, guys, hope you're enjoying this conversation. And I want to pause real quick to thank this episode's sponsor, which is the Dwell Bible app. And I know a lot of you are already using the Dwell Bible app, but if you're not, I hope you will check it out. You can go directly over to dwellapp.io forward slash boy mom. Again, dwellapp.io forward slash boy mom. And when you do, you will get a 10% off of your yearly subscription or 33% off Dwell for Life. So just to tell you, if you don't know about it already, Dwell is a Bible app that literally reads you the scriptures. You can go topical. You can do a listening plan. They have playlists. They even have a sleep timer with so many helpful sleep playlists that are just awesome. Uh, Also, in December this month, 
We are really excited because there is a brand new international children's Bible that will be available on the Dwell Bible app, and your kids can now listen to scriptures being read by other kids. You guys, how cool is that? So I am so excited. I'm going to be linking to the Dwell Bible app where you can learn more about it, all that in show notes, so be sure to use the link over there to check it out. But there are just so many great things. I love to hear your favorite version of the Bible because they have different voices reading different versions of the Bible. So you can leave me a comment in the show notes. What's your favorite version and what voice do you like best? I kind of hop around a little bit because I have a few different favorites. But lately I've been listening to Rosie and she sounds like she's in Scotland. And I like to imagine her sitting by a fireplace reading me scriptures with her beautiful accent. So anyways, super fun, guys. Hope you will check out the Dwell Bible app, and you can do it by going to dwellapp.io forward slash boy mom. I know you're going to love it. Get that discount by using my link. And now we're going to get back to the show. Okay, we're going to just jump to another topic because this is all so relevant during the holidays. The whole perfectionism that we tend to as moms. Now I'm not a perfectionist by nature, but when I'm online and I'm seeing, you know, the, the, the Instagram posts, the Pinterest, I can feel like such a loser. So give us some encouragement, those moms who struggle because their lives just don't look like what they think maybe everybody else's is looking like. You know, I, uh, I worked with a decorator friend on something and she has the most beautiful pictures on Pinterest and it does. I look at my house and I'm like, oh yeah, no, <laughs> totally. but she, you know, working with her, I got to see the other side and that camera frame was perfect, but outside the camera frame, it was not Okay. So we have to acknowledge that what we see online is not the whole story. Right. And I think we also have to be confident enough in ourselves to say, that's beautiful, but that's not me. Or that's not attainable in this season of life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that confidence is something that I still struggle with a little bit, but it really started when I when I was able to really ground my identity in being a daughter of God, when I'm out there just trying to do Tama, it it flops. And yeah, yeah. The perfectionism is something that we just have to turn over to him, I believe. Yes. Yes. I love all of that. And I do think that so much of it is taking our thoughts captive and just realizing when those voices creep in and maybe when we need to get off social media, when we need to turn off the computer and just be more present in our own homes. Okay. So when it comes to gifts, because they're going to be a part of Christmas, I, you know, there's nothing wrong with gifts, stress-free gift ideas. I love in your book, just how practical you get with your Reclaiming Christmas. Um, so do you have some stress-free gift ideas for us, especially for boys? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for boys. Oh, yeah. So I love to make gifts personal, but sometimes, especially with boys, it's tough. And I'll tell you, the thing I default to a lot are gift cards, which I know a lot of people don't like, but you can really make them personal. So my son loves movies. So, you know, there was a year we got him a big popcorn bucket. We tossed in some movie candy and popcorn and, you know, the the movie uh, gift cards. 
um, you can do the same thing, whatever their interest, um, pair a small gift with a, a gift card that complements it because sometimes- That's a great idea. I love that. What to buy for. <laughs> yeah. Oh, men and boys are, 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 men especially, I think are so hard, but I think you could do the same thing with our fathers or other men in our life, our husbands. That's a great idea. Yes. Just something personal. And then pair it with the gift card to, to finish okay. off the gift. Okay, <laughs> you got me thinking. I'm thinking Home Depot now. I'm thinking exactly. like the tractor store. Yeah. Yeah. For the men, that's a great idea because men are so hard. And yet you're right. And when you give them the gift card, they can go do their shopping, but it shows you've put some thought into it. I love that. Okay, how about do you have ideas also just for the women, for our friends in our life or family members? So um, I'm sure this would come as a total surprise, but I'm a book nerd. So <laughs> <laughs> I love finding books that fit the ladies' personalities. Um, you know, I have a friend. It's it's the mystery thriller. Um, my my mother-in-law is going to be that that clean romance. Um, you know, there's the different personalities yeah. and nieces that I love to buy for. And again, I'll, you know, tuck in a gift card for a hot chocolate or a hot coffee or you know, a, a pedicure if it's a little bigger gift or something. But there's something about making gifts personal and letting the person know that they're thought of. Yes. Um, that, to me, that, so that's true. the most important. It totally is. And I love what you're saying because it it's, doesn't have to be. Sometimes I think of a thoughtful gift and I'm like, I don't have time to sew a quilt or to like create something super personal. But what you're suggesting is it's kind of like those, what do we, what do they call it? Um, almost homemade meals where you kind of combine something from the store with something that you make. And so this is a great, and I like that you are kind of shining a more positive light on gift cards. Cause I do feel like a lot of people are like, Oh, gift cards. That's just lame. But no, I love this. this is well, good. and I will confess, I love to get a gift card. Yeah. I don't, I, I feel guilty spending money totally. on myself, but if it's a gift card, I can go yes, shopping. Yes. It's free. hundred percent. I love gift cards. I will yes. never complain if someone gives me a gift card. Okay. So before we go into our boy mom questions, uh, I would love for you to speak to the mom, um, just any encouragement or advice in general. And, you know, they're going to find a lot more here in your book, Simply Christmas, but any just general wisdom that can help them get through the holiday without losing focus, without losing their mind. Uh, what what would you say to the mom, maybe with a couple little ones running around um, who just wants to have a good Christmas season? You know, I think it's all about smiling. Oh, um, I love that. Is that from the elf? <laughs> yes. um, it might be, I don't know. <laughs> no, it is. Uh, I, I want moms to think about the things that make them smile. And, and not just in a selfish sort of way, but also the things that make your loved ones smile. Because when my family is happy and smiling, that brings me the greatest joy. And then think about the things that make God smile. And if you keep everything within those parameters, it doesn't matter if the glitter explodes all over the kitchen. It doesn't matter if the cookies are burnt. It doesn't matter if you forget a present. It, just keep those things in mind. And, and most of all, that, that part about making God smile and everything else will be all right. Oh my goodness. That is such great advice. That's like really simplifies things to something we can wrap our minds around throughout the day. So good. 
I'm going to hold on to that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is beautiful. And the things that make our kids smile are usually pretty simple, right? Yes. Yes. I mean, sugar helps, but <laughs> there's other things too. <laughs> I love that. But I'm going to just really recommend if you want to go into your Christmas and really get yourself focused each day as a mom on the most important things and also have a message that's just kind of taking the weight off and making it more uh, doable and, you know, feel like you're not failing because you didn't get through the long devotional every day. This is just such a great book. But before we wrap up, I would love to shift gears and ask you some boy mom questions. I would love to hear if there is something that you would call a mom or boy mom essential, something that you have had in your home, something you do say or pray that is something you can't imagine raising your kids without. So uh, boy mom essential. And and I had a sports boy and the okay. moneyer and the dirty, the better. So yeah. um, Bell's Naphtha soap. It oh. is it's old-fashioned soap. I think it's F-E-L-S and then naphtha is like, oh, I'm going to butcher it, N-A-P-H-T-A or something like that. I'll look it up. We'll link to it. (laughs) It's an old-fashioned soap, but it gets dirt out of white soccer shorts. What? (laughs) Okay. Yes. So it's a laundry soap or it's just a, is it laundry soap? It comes in a bar uh, and it's, yes, it's laundry soap, but you can really rub it in there good and let it Ah. soak overnight. And oh, it's wonderful. It's magic. It's new to me. I love that. Okay. We're going to link to that in show notes. All right. Second question. You've got your college boy. Was there a time when you were raising him that you just looked at him and thought, I have a boy here. I'm a hashtag boy mom. (laughs) So um, when Kaylor was about, I don't know, seven, eight years old, He's, it was summertime, so he was like in a, a sleeveless shirt and shorts. And I looked at him, and he is just covered in bruises. I mean, covered uh, to the point where I'm like, somebody's going to call yeah. on me. And I'm like, Taylor, why are you covered in bruises? And he's like, Mom, I'm a boy. <laughs> <laughs> that was just the most natural thing. He's going to run. He's going to crash. Oh he's going to roll so around. Much. I love that he even was aware that that's a boy thing. (laughs) And rough and tumble. Exactly. That is crazy. Yeah, they do tend to get, and what cracks me up is when they don't even think it's a big deal. I'm like, if I had that bruise, I'd be showing everybody. And they're just like, no, I don't even know how I got that one. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Okay. And then finally, I love to share a piece of wisdom or advice. If you could go back in time and speak to yourself as a new, younger mom with little ones, is there any wisdom? And this can relate to holidays, but it doesn't have to. Oh, uh, you know, I think I would this, just have a sense of humor. Mm. Just be able to laugh and roll with it because things are going to go contrary to your plans. Things are going to go wrong. Things are just going to be wonderfully different than you expected them to be. And just roll with it and laugh because that's the things that you're going to remember. That's the things your children are going to remember far more than whether or not things went according to plan. Oh, that is so good. That is so good. And I think boys especially so appreciate 
a mom with a sense of humor. <laughs> you just have to laugh. They're just so fabulous. They are. Aren't they great? I love that so much. Okay. Well, before we wrap up, if people want to find and follow you, can you tell us where they can find you online, on social media and all that? So I'm, I'm on all the socials. Um, I'm usually under Tama Fortner or Tama Fortner Books. But the easiest place really is just at my website, uh, tamafortner.com. And you'll find links to all the socials, all the websites, um, all the books. Um, everything is there at tamafortner.com. Awesome. And I'll be linking to all that in the show notes for this episode. Well, Tama, I'm really excited to go into the Christmas season with your book and with some new perspectives. Thank you so much and just love, love everything you do and so happy to get to know you here. Thank you so much. It was so great to talk to you. All right, friends, thank you so much for being here. I hope you enjoyed that conversation and I hope it helped you prepare to have a simple, meaningful Christmas this year. I will be linking to Tama's book, Simply Christmas, in show notes, so be sure to go over there, monicaswanson.com forward slash episode dash one. 34. I think this book will be so good for your whole family. It is just beautiful and such a reasonable, doable way to walk through the days leading up to Christmas. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for just all of your support and encouragement. And guys, enjoy the season, okay? Take it easy, stay cool, have fun, and keep your eyes on the most important stuff. All right, so God bless you. Have a wonderful rest of your week. And until next time, aloha. Oh,